0: Tried so long he ran out of tears just to warn that man Looking for a healing hand Then one day his chance came along A healing man who could make him strong And he caught his eyes But his question took him by surprise Do you want to be well? Really want to be well? Are you willing to take up your mat and help yourself? Do you wanna be free? Really wanna be free? If you wanna be healed and whole, you like gotta wanna be well. Ever tried to fix yourself? And every time you got up you fell and you wallowed there Drowning in your own despair Have you gotten used to the chains? Are you so attached to the pain you're afraid to part? Then ask the man for a brand new heart Do you want to be well? Really want to be well? Are you willing to take up your mat and help yourself? Do you want to be free? Really want to be free? If you want to be healed and whole, you gotta want to be well. There's a better life waiting just for you. There's endless open space. But you gotta want to be well Really want to be well Are you willing to take up your mat And help yourself Do you want to be free Really want to be free If you want to be healed and whole You gotta want to be well if you want to be healed and whole, you gotta want to be well.
1: Kelly man? thank you. Anyway, today's called A Holy Way. And the problem with setting out to live in a holy way is that sometimes everything unlike a holy way appears sometimes it just seems like oh my gosh how am i supposed to dedicate my life to god the good how am i supposed to turn my will and my life over to the care of god when it seems like either god is absent or i am absent from god and and it's it's daunting and you know and you, you you put down the blockages to god whether it's alcohol cigarettes whether it's drugs whether it's sugar uh, carbohydrates whether it's bread uh, and uh, whatever it is and suddenly you're so uncomfortable in your skin but the reason you put these things aside is because you want to be closer to God you want to live in a holy way and <laughs> and I I was having a chat with Holy Spirit about this uh, wanting to live in a holy way and and, uh, and, and and yet being irritable, restless, and discontent. You know, that, that everything seems personal. Things that happen, things that take place. And I've talked about this a lot, that the bondage of self is that I, that I or you or anyone would think everything is about them. That, that it's, it's not personal at all. I've read the Four Agreements. Don't take things personally. And when I have developed the new habits, the, the new thoughts, rather than reaching for something uh, to comfort, to assuage, and to make me fuzzy, and to block, to block the good that I am, the light that I am, the love that I am, the peace that I am, the power that I am, my very God identity. And so I've had a lot of chats myself this week because I I, I haven't, I haven't been eating the, I haven't had a cookie in uh, over three weeks. And I'm not living in deprivation. Anything, I'm thinner and I wanted to be that. My knees feel better. It's easier to walk. It's easier to swim. It's easier to get around. My phlegm level has gone way down and uh, my skin looks better. So, what's what's the problem? There is no problem. There is the natural part of separation. When one seeks to live in a holy way, one uh, is often in a battle, battle with uh, the flesh, the ego, the the yeah but, the yeah buts. Well, yes, I could be fine except for, and the truth is, and I've proven it over and over again in my life, that God is good, I am good, and Spirit reminded me of this. Sean, you're not bad right now. You're just in a mood. And anybody else, anybody anybody identify with being in a mood on some days? And yet you can still be grateful. And if you wait it out, wait it out for an hour, You won't want that uh, fix, whatever the fix is. You know, whether it's a cookie, a cake, candy, a cigarette, a drink, uh, heroin, you know, whatever it is. If you wait it out an hour, I advised a friend of mine about that one the other day. Wait an hour and see if you still want that. And uh, I always say two things I never had to give up, heroin and coffee. (laughs) I never did them. And uh, thank goodness. But, but I know cigarettes, and I know alcohol, and I, I know the sweets, and I know all that stuff. And, and the point is, uh, when I gave up cigarettes, it was so that I could pray better. Yeah, I, my ego was way too big to think that I could ever get sick from such a thing. But I wanted to pray more deeply, more connectedly. I, it was already going so well that I wanted this this time it's 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 a little different in putting down the sweets and stuff it, it's more of a uh, I, I, I want to want it i want to want that connection more and i and i definitely want to give up my sense of disconnection and we ate like crazy people for the first three months of this and it was delicious i gave to the point where i just didn't want beef anymore we we, david and i had delicious dinners together every night and we did not bless our meal we did not think to do that we cooked it we said oh this is delicious and then we watched something interesting on tv but we've we neglected to say grace we neglected to bless our meal but we didn't sit around and complain either we just stuffed ourselves and I got more and more disconnected because I spent a lot of time alone, and uh, I could pretend I was connected, but I really wasn't. wasn't It not consciously, of course. I'm never disconnected, but I got more seemingly disconnected. Till one day, I said, "Okay, enough's enough," and I sought new mentors, and new prayer partners, and uh, people with experience in this. And they, I have a support team now, as I am many other support team Uh, these people are my support team and it's going so well again to live in a holy way i don't want to hate people anymore i don't want to think i'm special or different or better with those i don't agree with i don't want to think i'm less than with people who uh I've been open and honest with. I don't want to walk through life thinking I'm a fraud that I I say I believe in God and I just haven't practiced it very much. I want to be that guy that I that that says uh, I love God and I love healing and this is why and I can tell you why. I I I don't I don't want to be the old timer in any healing modality that has nothing anybody wants. And I have such friends. I have such friends who have things that I want. And they have, a, they have an active prayer life. It doesn't make them perfect. It means they have a desire to stay consciously connected to God. And to me, that's a holy way. When one has a conscious desire, even with faltering, to stay connected. Now, I was reading this. In the, in the revealing word. The metaphysical meaning of holy. Spiritually whole, of unimpaired innocence. That's Webster. Holiness is wholeness in spirit, mind, and body. In this state of consciousness, man is aware of the all-pervading glory of God. I've experienced this several times in my life. I experienced it as a little child. I experienced it as a teenager. I experienced it in my, well, my thirties. Oh no, even my late twenties. But well, but into my thirties, I really began to experience it. And the more I got, the more I wanted. And then I found unity and that just, that really pushed me all the way forward. And I, I, I had it and I loved it so much, I wanted to pass it along so then i looked up the metaphysical meaning of holy spirit because i uh that's what i pray with i, I use holy spirit on a daily basis it works for me uh, in the way that i pray and so i, I looked it up here to get the, the word i could tell you a lot what i think about holy spirit but i wanted to find unities, definitions here holy spirit the source of all manifestation is in mind And this is exactly like God is in the God in degree. An idea arises in a man's mind of something that he wants to do. This is the son. So there's the father or God. There is the son or the Christ. And then we get down to this one. He expresses that idea in definite thought. That's the spirit going forth to accomplish that. Where to he has sent it. So the Father is principle in another word the son is that principle revealed in a creative plan so the christ in me awakened now with a divine idea and, and then the holy spirit is the executive power of both uh the parents and the son carrying out the creative plan i remember that uh my minister in the old days of old when i first started studying always said an idea to open a restaurant and uh so, so what do I have to do? Well, I, I need to pray on it. And then listen to that idea because that's, hmm, it's a creative idea. So what's next? Well, I need to find out how you open a restaurant. Do I need permits? Do I need, what do I need? What location do I want it in? How much money will it take? And you see, that's the spirit carrying out the divine idea. I had an idea, I want to be a minister, and I had no idea really how to make that happen. And, and then I uh, thought, take a class, and I took a lot of classes, because I, suddenly I had time, I had enough money to do that, and I took all these classes, and, and I didn't look at, to see how many credits I needed. I looked to see how many classes would make me a practitioner, because I figured that's the best way to become a minister, is to be a practitioner. And so I did that and eventually I did look and see how many credits I needed and then suddenly I, I some friends were going to Unity Village to study for a week to take four classes a day for five days. And I don't know if that sounds like a lot to you, it's a lot. And, and uh, especially in a strange place and we went, uh, four of us flew down from New York back in the olden days and we, uh, we were at Unity Village which was a little underwhelming at first from the it's right next door to a highway and we're driving up a highway oh there's the tower and there's everything and then you walk onto the grounds and it's very mystical and it's very wonderful and i've been there i don't know how many times but lots and lots and lots and lots of times since 1999 when i went there the first time and so i took these classes which weren't anywhere near enough to become a minister or even a teacher but then i i with three more times that year and I took all those classes in one day and built up a a fellowship of friends and acquaintances and study buddies. And then then I still took more classes at the church in the city. Next thing you know, we opened up a new church in the city and I became the first board president. And how exciting that was. I didn't have any idea how to serve on a board of trustees, but I was somehow elected and I, And I served for one year. I didn't stay on the whole time because I was really about to dig into the final steps of becoming a licensed unity teacher. And once I was licensed, I went to interfaith ministry or seminary, and I became an an interfaith minister. Didn't really know what that was, but I got a lot more out of that seminary than I had thought I would. And and so I had credentials, and, and I heard a voice that said, Sean, you have to run a church now. You, you need that experience under your belt. And I said, okay, fine. I will do it, but I am not uh, leaving David to do it. So it has to be in driving distance from New York City. Well, a few weeks later, a phone call comes into the church in the city and says, we're looking for a, a licensed unity teacher to be our minister. And I heard, oh, that's my job. There's my church. I had never heard of Norwalk, Connecticut. But nevertheless, I... Uh, Drove and met one of the search members of the search committee. We had a great lunch. I went home and told David, oh, that's my job. He said, but they didn't hire you yet. I said, I know, but it's my job. You see, if you listen to the voice, I didn't make up the voice, the vo- I just listened. That's my job. I don't know when they will know it's my job, but I know it's my job. And I came and tried out three times. Somebody else did too, but I still knew it was mine. It's not that, not that against him, he's a wonderful guy, but it was mine. And, and 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 here I've been. They they hired me after the third time, and, but I kept listening to that voice. And that, so I got the job. And it's oh dear Lord, how am I ever going to minister a church? I don't have any tools for this. Turns out I had plenty of tools for this. And uh, because you see, Spirit worked through me and as me, and I listened and I listened and I listened, and I made mistakes. I made so many mistakes. I remember a minister a friend of mine in Florida once said, Sean, if there is a mistake to be made in ministry, I've made it at least twice. And all mistakes are forgivable. All our mistakes are so very, very forgivable. So with spirit, I kept working. I kept communicating with that voice within me. I really miss the diner up the street because that's one of my favorite places to go and uh, have my conversation with spirit. But lately, we've been having it every week. I've been doing it with a group visit with well, on Wednesday nights with our course of love group, and we have our led our conversation with spirit. And now I'm back to having my personal one every single day, and and, and so to listen to that, so to hear that, you know the mind, idea, expression. That's really what our Holy Trinity is and what our Holy Spirit is, is the expression, the expression of God, the activity of God, the voice for God that speaks to us and through us so that we may hear the good about ourselves rather than trying to convince it of anything that we think is wrong about ourselves. We don't want spirit to agree with us. We don't want God to agree with us. But spirit for me is that highest voice in my head that speaks to me and tells me the truth about myself it never scolds it never complains it's never mad at me it never judges me it just works with my heart's desire to live in a holy holy way you know i was told that we have all ability to heal spirit mind and body within us and I believe those people that told me and I've had several healings over the years and Kenneth is singing about the, the he- healing today do you want to be healed do you want to be whole do you want to what do you want what do you want don't uh, we can't afford to make exceptions to this well you know the question is we yeah, but what about the ones who are dying and I will tell you I don't know I'm not talking to them right now I'm talking to you right now. What do you want? Do you want to know healing in every cell, every tissue, every fiber of your being? If you do, you must take on the thoughts, the God thoughts, the life thoughts, the love thoughts, to, that, to let them flow through your being. Uh, and I, I, I've told the story of when I sprained my ankle years ago, and I had a thought of uh, uh, pick up your palate and walk. Pick up your pallet and walk, Sean. Pick up your pallet and walk. And a week later, I had a complete healing just while I was meditating. And I can tell you the whole story or you can go back in old videos and listen to it. But the point is, do I want a complete healing or am I just looking for a partial one? And too many of us are just looking for the convenient partial healing. You know, where, okay, I, I want these thoughts. Take these thoughts, God, but I'm not giving up these ones. Take these thoughts, Spirit, give them to me in truth, but not these ones. I've got these, these handled. Thank you. Uh, you know, I, uh, I know I may have to suffer a little bit. I may have to be sick for a little bit, but that's okay because I, later on I'll get to you and, and we'll go ahead and have our healing. And I don't know about you if you ever imagine yourself completely unfettered by concerns for the body unfettered by concerns for the world, unfettered by concerns for your relationships, where you have those moments where you could be whole and healthy in all your relationships, where you could be whole and healthy in every part of your body. You could be whole and healthy in the life you live, the work you do in your home, you know, and whole and healthy. I, do you want to be healed? And if you do, you, you and I, if I do, we will have to give up our resistance to the good of God. We will have to give up our resistance to the love of God. We will have to give up our resistance to the peace of God, to the joy of God. We will have to give up our resistance to our own voice and give in to the voice of Holy Spirit. That... To me, Holy Spirit's whole job is to clarify my thinking so that I may serve in a whole and healthy way today, so that I may love in a whole and healthy way today, so that I may uh, be generous and not fear that I will lose. Generous of spirit, generous of whatever it is I have, willing to share it rather than fear it uh, disappearing. Rather than fearing it falling apart, uh, to to so I receive so much when I open my eyes to see, and what that has told me is, it's already here, whatever it is, and it's available. I want to read one thing. <clears throat> Let me get my stamp. And it's about holy spirit in a uh, second chapter of john and it says first verse it says the holy spirit is the light that fills the hearts of man it is a light that shines in every heart and it shines unceasingly it does not exist in some than not in others are we clear on this it does not exist in some than not in others For all that lives, lives through the light of God. So the light must be in all that lives. Within the world, the light is hidden. It's not hidden because it desires to hide. It is hidden because it has not been invited to shine. And so it shines quietly within itself until it is invited to shine in the world. When it is invited... It's time has come. So it shall come forth, and all who have gathered to see it shall see it. For the light is hidden from no one who in readiness asks for the light. It is the shining of the light that brings forth faith. With faith, more light is welcomed. When the light is not desired, the light does still shine, for the light must shine, as that is the essence of light. So, let's all take time and consciousness to invite the light to shine. To invite the light to shine. Why? Because we want to be healed. We want to be whole. We want to invite the light to shine ultimately. Let us all do it together. In spite of fear in spite of panic in spite of confusion it's not about telling the light to shine in this one or that one it's inviting the light to shine so that we may see in love and again why because we want to be healed